Best friend hood. Best friend. 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 You're my best friend. You're my best friend. Best friend hood. I'm on so many drugs. Yeah, you are. Because you are sick. Yes. I'm sick. That's Jake. And that's Sicky. I mean, Melissa. And this is Best Friendhood. The Sicky Spooky Halloween Edition. It's scary how much Jacob you're going to hear this episode. <laughs> Correct. Because we're going to try and do our best to let, let Melissa rest her voice. I was, my brain is so fuzzed mm-hmm. with the amount of medicine. Yeah. Even your eyes look fuzzy. All of me is fuzzy. Do you see do you see things moving around behind me? Are the colors on the wall melting? Are you that high? The floor and the ceiling have switched 8 times since oh, we started recording. Oh crap. How have you not gotten like nauseous? <laughs> that oh, would make me throw up. Do you up. not have a large gorilla holding you in place too? <laughs> no. <laughs> So what we're going to do, since this is our Halloween special, a few days ago, Melissa spent some time with her friend Amanda and recorded a bunch of stories from Amanda's, I think, mostly parents' house, if that's right. P.S. by the way, I used to stay at when we were childhood friends. Of course. Creepy. Mm -hmm. So... We got some good ones there. Yes, we do indeed. And I was not able to be there um, to be a part of that. So it's basically a Melissa and Amanda conversation. So let's hear it. Yeah. All right. So we've got Amanda here. And Amanda has multiple stories because her house is super duper haunted. And it's not a question whether you believe in ghosts or not. It's a question of are you brave enough to stay in her house to try to tell us we're wrong? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so amanda i mean you guys have lived in that house your parents still live in that house right yep uh let's see we moved in there when i was oh probably four or five okay so um i i mean you do have like a couple different stories right <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> okay well why don't you go ahead and like kick us off with one childhood stories so as a kid uh, I suppose your parents teach you that, you know, ghosts don't exist, or or at least that's what mine always said. So when funny things would happen, I would, I suppose, convince myself that it, it didn't happen. And so, anyway, um, I was talking with my uh, friend the other day, and she actually reminded me of a couple that I had forgotten, um, which I think is really <laughs> funny that she also had those experiences. Yeah. So we'll go with one of those. Um So I was chit-chatting with her, and she was like, oh, heck, yeah, your house is haunted. I remember when. And then she went on to tell me about how the bathroom faucet had turned on by itself once. No. Um, And her and I were like, did you leave that on? No. Did you leave that on? No. And then, of course, you know, there had to have been some explanation for it. Um, But we didn't know what it was. (laughs) And there was another one about how, like, a door had been opened by itself um and again like we couldn't figure out how it was open we didn't leave it open but you know obviously there's some sort of explanation for that it's not a ghost I remember one 
afternoon and it was it was in the afternoon it was after school sometime but I was so my bedroom was in the basement uh and my younger sister her room was also in the basement so we were kind of on opposite sides um of each other and one afternoon I was down there by myself and I was actually walking from my room to the bathroom which was which was super close to my bedroom and in that transition I hear my sister's name not my name my sister's name and it was a deep like gravelly voice and so it stopped me in my tracks because I was like first of all that's not my name <laughs> and second of all that didn't sound like one of my parents like who could have that been there's <laughs> so it was super odd um I don't even know if my parents were home at the time they might have even still been at work this was in the afternoon yeah afternoon it wasn't nighttime it wasn't morning time when you would expect something creepy to happen uh afternoon and my, my sister wasn't there which was the odd thing like it wasn't my voice or it wasn't my name it was her name Ooh. I think I probably would have been more creeped out if it was my name oh for <laughs> but, sure but even then I mean well and also like I'm super used to being confused with my sister we get mixed up by people all the time sure yeah so I mean I can kind of see how like a ghost might confuse us <laughs> <laughs> granting them like space and grace you know like it's yeah. okay buddy we get it often <laughs> so those are a few of just the kind of weird things that when I was younger I told myself that didn't happen there was some sort of explanation for those just weird oddities and I'm sure I'm forgetting lots of others and you told me a story about when you and your husband stayed there yes so so yes, it was me, my husband, uh, my younger sister again, and then her six-month-old baby. So we had arrived to my parents' house uh, real late one evening. There was a family wedding out of town, and we elected to drive the many hours back. So it was really late when we got back, and we were the only ones staying at my parents' house. So again, like I said, my younger sister and I, our rooms are in the basement. And so naturally that's where we stay. And so we're getting ready, settling down for the night. And I remember in my mind that I had taken all of the pillows out of the the other spare room down there. So knowing that my sister has no pillows, I grab a couple of ours to return to her. And when I get back, my husband just kind of very clearly says, your sister's upstairs. And I thought it was weird because I had just talked to my sister. She was definitely not upstairs. Um, and I tell him, I was like, okay, cool. No, she's just right out there. <laughs> and he was, he was adamant. And I, I'm like, dude, I don't know why you want to argue about it, but she, she's just across the hallway. And so then all of a sudden he just leaves and he goes upstairs and I hear him walk around the house and then I hear him come back down and he's like Amanda there's nobody up there yeah I know and he's like no I heard someone upstairs and there's nobody up there oh. and I'm like okay well that's kind of weird and we we go to bed don't really think much of it it's an old house I mean it can creak whatever I am woken up in the middle of the night to the sound of my sister going upstairs so the bedroom that we're staying in is right next to the staircase it's like literally the wall like opposite of the bed so you hear every, all the motion that goes up and down and I hear this and my husband immediately gets up out of bed and also goes upstairs and I hear him and then I hear him walk through the house and I hear him come back downstairs he gets into bed and just like a, a couple seconds later he goes did you hear that and I answer yes 
And he says, there's nobody upstairs. And I was like, ooh! (laughs) 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 Then I was super weirded out. I was like, ah, okay. So the next day, my parents get home, and I tell them about our night. Because, I mean, that's just too weird. And my mom looks at my stepdad, and they kind of, like, exchange this glance. And then he goes, should we tell them? (laughs) <laughs> apparently they hear that all the time what no and they still choose to live there <laughs> no they hear in the middle of the night someone walking through the house oh or my they God. hear something go up and down the stairs another little creepy thing my mom then shares a personal experience that she's had um and so we used to have a family pet a cat named Sonic. We had him for like 10 plus years. We adopted him when he was a little older, but we had him for a long time. Anyway, he's ironically enough, he's buried in their backyard in a little patch we call the pet cemetery. Because <laughs> there's Sonic's back there, but then I have a dog back there and my brother-in-law has a dog back there. Oh, wow. And, and there's a space for Sadie when she goes. <laughs> but then I think it's full. <laughs> So anyway, um, Sonic, he used to sleep in bed with my mom. She still feels him get into bed at night and like, make his like spot. Get into, like, the pressure of paws and stuff? Yep. She feels him hop on the bed and walk over and make his spot between her legs. Oh, wow. So I have a theory, a theory about my parents' house. Okay. So they live um, next to a set of train tracks. Um, And we're, I mean, we're pretty close to them. To the point where, like, the noise of a train is soothing to me. (laughs) Yeah, I understand that. (laughs) It is. I read somewhere that supernatural activity, or whatever it is, needs energy to exist. And train tracks, that constant flow back and forth of energy is what allows those sorts of things to happen or to be. I don't have any more personal ones to share. My brother told me a couple <laughs> of his that totally creeped me out. The first story that I know of from my brother, this is this was the only one that I knew of, but I knew there was a night he was, so his, bed, his bedroom is upstairs just across the hall from our parents. And uh, one night... He's younger in this story. I don't really know how old, but probably like middle school, if not younger. He was woken up in the middle of the night and he saw what he thought was one of her parents leaving his room or like at the entrance of his room, walking down the hallway kind of towards their bedroom. And he gets up, little Kenny saw his mom or whatever, and he walks out the hallway and he sees this figure walk down the hallway, but then it kind of just like disappears. It's dark. He can't see it. And he goes out of his room and he looks in our parents' bedroom and they're both in bed. Nope, 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 <laughs> nope. Oh yeah. He like flipped out, you know, runs back to bed, hides under his covers. That's kind of... You go and you jump in between your parents. That's, I don't care how <laughs> old you are. You just do that. <laughs> And then a story that he just shared with me. So he used to have this uh, metal loft bed. And he recalls in the middle of the night, and I suppose this happened more than once, where his bed would shake so hard that like it had these little metal clips on it and they would shake like rattle. Like just like in 
middle of the night, his bed would just shake really, really hard and like rattle really loud and wake him up. Now, granted, like when the train would go by, because it's close enough that there is a slight vibration to the house sometimes. But it's enough to like make your, your house plants wiggle, not shake your bed. Yes, with you in it. Right. Like, and then this final story. <laughs> Totally freaked me out. So, um, again, all of his are in the middle of the night. So he wakes up in the middle of the night to an old man standing in the doorway. Mm-mm. Just And he was so afraid that he could not get out of bed. He couldn't, like, speak. He was just frozen. And he waited, like, awake all, all the rest of the night until our mom got up in the morning. Well, those are going to be terrific spoopy stories. Thank you so much for sharing them. You're welcome. I found those to be so creepy. Dude, yeah. I don't know what I would do in any of those situations. I think I would have to leave. Like, I th- I think I literally would have to leave. Yeah, I, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So up next, I'm going to play a recording that my dad sent. And, um... Or do you want to read Tabitha? I was thinking I would put her in the middle okay parent tabs parent because both of my parents submitted spooky stories love that (laughs) so here is my father so the scariest thing that's ever happened to me happened when i was 18 years old i had traveled with a high school teacher to my sister jackie's house in uh, san diego over christmas and the teacher and i were sharing my niece's bedroom while we were there basically we were sitting there talking before bed all of a sudden we heard what sounded like chains rattling outside of the window now this is christmas time it was not halloween so we listened for a little bit and finally i kind of looked over at him and said do you hear that (laughs) and he was like i do hear that and then he says i was hoping they wouldn't follow me and i was like what and he told me that he has spirits that followed him and harassed him around wherever he traveled. I was like, oh, great. Why didn't you tell me that beforehand? Anyway, so uh, we listened, and time passed, and we looked out the window. You couldn't see anything, but you could see. It's like, you know, you could listen and hear the, the chains rattling, and that's exactly what it sounded like. It's just chains rattling. About 2 in the morning, uh, I start, I actually started kind of praying. I was not really a Christian at that time, but I was just kind of religious, I guess. The next thing I know, rocks that were my nieces had placed up on their dresser started falling off by themselves. So now we have chains rattling out the window and mo- objects moving around the room unaided by anyone else. And at that point, I uh, started praying really hard, and I actually kind of, I don't know if I fell asleep or passed out. I woke up in the morning, and he was still up. He had not slept all night long. The chain had finally stopped. I asked him, you know, how things went, and he said, well, just continued on until, I don't know what time he said it stopped, but it finally stopped anyway at some point. So then he left. He was going to go see friends. The next day, though, he came back. He had left, and he said, well, I came back. He told me this alone because he heard that he had a sense that the spirits were going to come again, and he didn't want me to be alone. And sure enough, that night, they came again. This time, I was just like, oh, whatever, and I just said, you know, I don't know. I said something like, go to hell or be quiet or something like that, and I just rolled over and went to sleep. He ended up spending up the night again, said there was movement again from, you know, objects falling off the desk and whatnot. The second time, it didn't scare me. The first night, I was terrified, but it was just the weirdest experience. And I, to this day, have no idea what was really going on. It was just the strangest thing. That's my spooky, scary story. Ooh. 
So I was <clears throat> listening to that at work when my dad first sent it. My phone was just sitting like on my desk and I was like sitting at my desk, my arms resting on my desk, typing away. And my phone fell onto the floor, moved a couple inches off of my desk onto the floor. I don't know. I can't explain how it happened. I screamed a little bit because it freaked me out. I did not move. Like, I didn't bump it. I don't know. I don't know. Literally seconds after I finished listening to that for the first time. Didn't you tell your dad that that happened too? I did. And he said it did not. He didn't believe me. I'm like, (laughs) no, yeah, it really did happen. And then he did send me another voice memo, but it didn't save properly. So he shared that later that year, like, so if that was at Christmas time, it must have been like six months later, he was visiting that, that teacher and having coffee with him. And as they're having coffee on like a Tuesday morning, they start hearing the chains again. And my dad was like, wait, do you hear that? And dude was like, yeah, I told you, they're always with me. No. 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 No is the correct response. No. <laughs> so I messed go, up. I go to Ace Hardware and find like chain cutters. <laughs> like, <laughs> come here, come over here, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now I'm going to read an email that we got from a listener. Her name is Tabitha. Hi, friends. So this story is from my older sister when she was in fourth grade. For one of their projects, they had to pick something to make, and so she chose to make a marionette doll. Our mom didn't want to buy a new one, so she went to Goodwill to get a doll from there. When they got it home, they glued strings onto it and a connector at the top so it could move. They put encyclopedias on the strings and connectors so that it could hang off of the table. There were some scissors, tape, and glue sitting on the table from crafting everything. After that, we all went to church. We returned home from church to see that the strings had been cut from the marionette doll, and the doll was laying on the floor. Immediately, our mom told our dad to put it into a trash bag and take it outside to the trash can. The next morning, the doll was found outside of the trash can, just sitting on the ground. That's so messed up. Oh my god, I didn't read all all of this earlier, and I have the heebie-jeebies. My dad grabbed the doll and was basically like, okay, this is weird and not normal. Being in the religion that we were in growing up, he knew this doll was possessed. You can say that if you want to, totally up to you guys. I love that. I should probably cut that <laughs> now or not. I s- read it. <laughs> I'm going to read, read it exactly. Email. Anyway, he got some lighter fluid to pour onto the doll and lit it on fire. The doll started to scream. And after a couple of seconds, the scream turned into a laugh. Dun, dun, dun. Horror. Horror. What would you even do? I would run away. I would just run away. I don't know the exact way our dad disposed of the doll afterwards because he never told us kids. I think he was too freaked out to tell us. From then on, our parents would never let us buy dolls from Goodwill, and I don't blame them. Enjoy the spooky season. Heart emoji, pumpkin emoji, Tabitha, sent from my iPhone. We love her. We do love Tabitha. Thank you. Oh my god, that's so creepy. You know what we should do for her Patreon? (laughs) Make a marionette. (laughs) Peanut butter baby marionette. (laughs) Oh no. Oh, that'd be so messy. Especially when it gets up and starts to walk away. (laughs) No, thank you. Oh my gosh, Tabs, thank you for that. All right, the last one that I have is from my mom. So she just told me this over the phone and I didn't think to record it because I was in between sessions, she was in between classes, we each had like five minutes. And so she's like, I'm gonna tell you really quickly and then I gotta go. And I was like, okay, perfect. So when my mom was in junior high, she woke up really late one night. So she woke up to the sound of like knocking on her windows. Her bedroom was like in the corner of the house. So there was a window on one side of the bedroom, the wall, 
the corner and then another window. And she said that for several minutes, there was just this persistent knocking that would go from one window along the wall of the house around the corner to the next window. And she said it was really freaky. Like she didn't think it was like an animal or something because it was at the same height. Like she could, the sound was coming from the same height all the way around. So it did that for several minutes. She was too like petrified to even like turn on her lamp. And then there was like a really big loud knock on the wall. So she screamed and her mom, my grandma came rushing in, turned on the light and they both were like looking out the windows like what the hell because mom obviously told grandma what was going on and then a face no appeared at the window and they both shrieked and like fell backwards like tripped went flying it was my mom's older brother who was being a naughty his name dick because he sounds like a real dick no his name is not dick but he was being a dick turns out Little Shit had stayed out way past curfew. Yeah, his name is Little Shit. He had stayed out way past curfew. Parents had locked the door and brought in the spare key. So he was pounding on the wall of my mom's room, trying to get her to wake up so she could let him in the house. Mm -mm. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, I would have been so... I bet he was in real big trouble. Oh, I'm sure. Knowing my grandparents, he is lucky to still be alive. Nonetheless, scaring the death out of your mom. <laughs> oh, no kidding. Yeah. Oh, my God. I don't believe that we had any other scary stories submitted to us. If we did get them, or if you did submit them and we missed them, please let us know. Shoot us an email at bestfriendhoodpod at gmail.com. Can I tell you a non-ghost story? Oh, you have a story? Yeah. It's, yes. It's not great. There was this day I was at work and... Uh, sitting there it was in the morning and i was there was not many people there at work but i was sitting there and i was getting stuff ready for the show and i see the mouse icon just moving on its own and like clicking almost haphazardly but still somehow opening some things and otherwise just kind of like you know if you click and then like that little tiny menu pops up Mm -hmm. so i'm like what i remember spinning around in my office chair and just going hello (laughs) oh god (laughs) thinking there's a ghost who's trying to speak to me through this computer (laughs) mouse yeah and i for like half of the day was so freaked out and i couldn't really tell anybody about it first of all there wasn't really many people in there that day but then i was talking to uh the engineer and he was like is anybody else having trouble i've already replaced the batteries and some of the mice today so if yours needs it too and i went what do you mean and he went oh yeah you know some of the cord free mouse situations on your computer well the battery it dies so you know you replace it well apparently he replaced one that was in the other studio just down the hallway and it was on the same frequency oh as the one that was in my studio because they have two frequencies that they could use right anyway so I thought there was a ghost trying to tell me something very important <laughs> turns out technology can be just as scary as the paranormal pretty sure I was like slightly hung over too so like you know like you're in your brains just like what is everything happening? is possible and nothing makes sense <laughs> yes yeah. oh my god like Ghost Rider remember that old TV show yeah Yes. Ghost Rider where the computer would just start typing. Okay. Okay. I was kind of surprised you said yes, to be I've honest. I've heard the name of it, but I, oh. I didn't know what it was. Okay. Anyway, that's all I got. Yep. That's all I got too. Yay. Spooky season. I'm sorry it's not more energetic. It is what it is. You've been under the weather for the last few days. Ready to... I'm just glad that you're feeling a little bit better. Like all I'm going to do is I'm going to make my way upstairs and then just go lay back down in my bed. Yep. Good. Okay. 
Okay. Love you. Remember. Oh, yeah. You were loved. And you are worth being loved. We love you. Bye. Bye, 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 bye. Also, the outro from the last episode wasn't a mistake. No, it was supposed to be spoopy. And it was. You're welcome. Ba-da-da-da-da-da. Boo! Best Friendhood was edited by Jake and me. Logo by Jennifer Bate. You can find us on the social media. I'm talking Twitter and Insta at BFHpod. Listen to us on SoundCloud, Apple Podcast, and Spotify. And if you're feeling generous enough to help support us and possibly some better sound equipment, you can find us on Patreon at Best Friendhood. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you guys next week. Uh, That's how I end it. (laughs) 